Living with Maida Lee. Living with Maida Lee. Living with Maida Lee. Maida Lee. Living with Maida Lee. Hello and welcome to Living with Maida Lee. Um, this is episode three of our Euro special pods. Uh, I'm Andrew, I'm joined by Liam. Hello, Andrew. How you doing? All right, mate. We we were going to do this on Sunday, weren't we? But after the England-Germany game, we thought, strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, we wanted to ride the high, didn't we? The, the three lions high. Yeah, it seemed daft not doing a doing like a pod just after that, because obviously the England-Germany thing took up a lot of the week, but we found quite a lot of highlights out this week as well, didn't we? So we didn't want to make a massive two-hour pod on, on Sunday, Monday or whatever. Um, so we thought split it up and hopefully the next pod we do, it'll be us hung over on Sunday after we beat the Ukraines. Yes, I'm, uh, we're actually watching the, the next one together, aren't we? We're going to yes. uh, Jonathan J. Rags house party. Yeah, big party, big party at Jay's house. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm a bit nervous, actually, to be honest. What about you? Yeah, it's funny. I think we, we said this, didn't we? But on paper, the Germany game was the hardest, but... I know it doesn't always work like that. I think, again, same as before, I think I'm quietly confident. I think we should have enough for the next round. I mean, actually, I fancy us getting to the final fairly comfortably. But oh, we've I don't like this before, sort of confidence. We? I don't like that, Liam. I don't like that sort of confidence at all. I, I mean, I, I am. I, obviously, everything suggests that we're going to do it. But all I'm going to say is I, I may have booked the Monday after the final off work today. <laughs> so... There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's. A, I'm fairly confident. Um, if anyone's listening who don't normally listen before, this is not a football podcast, is it? We normally uh, talk about TV memories and stuff like that. But obviously, with the Euros being on, we thought we'd do it. So we don't delve into tactics or anything like that. But what did you think of the uh, the game, just like uh, briefly? It's funny to say we don't delve into tactics. I, I think tactically, Gareth seems to get it spot on in this one. Um, yeah. I, I think we've all been critical of him. Me, you, most of England. But, yeah, I think you can after all the hands up. When when it works and when, when we deliver, then, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't say a masterclass, but I think it we were well organised. We were hard to break down. Some great performances defensively. I think everybody did the job, I think. And icing on the cake was uh, Kane getting his goal, wasn't it? It seems to me, I, I was texting Ben off plays pod like, throughout the game, and we were both sort of saying that, it almost seems set up for a 1-0 Germany because that's what England do. It weren't based on necessarily on what we're happening on the pitch, but you just expect them, don't you, to... Yeah, absolutely. Sort of... I thought that's what we we got wrong. And I, I said to you before the game, I, I don't mind if we, if we lose 4-3 and we play well, if we lose 3-2 and we play well. What I don't want to do is see the team we've got with the players we've got going forwards go out and lose 1-0. I'd, I'd be gutted if we set up yeah. to do that. And I think there was a risk of that. I think, you know, it, it wasn't plain sailing, but... Yeah, I thought we did we did well. We did everything we needed to. I think that Kane goal should help as well because he obviously I saw a tweet someone said uh, Kane looks like he's playing in jeans and he's worried his phone's going to fall out of his pocket. And <laughs> 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 uh, I, I thought you was sluggish and I messaged you saying, "Oh, I don't look at it." You know, I mean, I'm I'm terrible as a fan when I'm watching a game. To be honest, I'm all, I, I calm down quite quickly after, but. I, I, I responded to you, didn't I? I don't know if you remember, but yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not right. sure yeah. Shearer. I don't think Shearer would have scored with the service he was getting. I'm, you know, I might be wrong, but I think 
to get Kane scoring, you've, you've got to give him balls in the box. It's, there's no point just playing around him and trying to run past him. It, it just doesn't work. I saw tweet then, someone after said, everyone mocked Kane the whole match and he's gone and scored, which proves that bullying does work. <laughs> right. Okay. So that's to just keep on bullying him. But yeah, I, I thought he was quite sluggish and I thought like he, didn't, he weren't really holding it up well. I thought almost had the better of him. But had a hand in the first goal, scored the second. So hopefully that kicks him on, like Southgate said after that. Normally, when once he gets one, he, he goes on a bit of a run, doesn't he? Well, he did look after the game like a weight had lifted. I think it it'll just do him massive confidence boost. That I think, uh, yeah, like I say, it's not you can't sort of look at it and say, oh yeah, so that's it, we've done it now, we're in the final. But yeah, I think you, you couldn't handpick a better couple of games really. So it's all looking good. Yeah, and we talked about headlines obviously last week, and John sent us in a headline, a famous headline uh, for when Celtic lost to Inverness. Super Caligo Ballistic Celtic are atrocious, which is obviously like a, fa- a really, really good headline. Have you seen the? I think I've sent you this this morning, actually. The Sun's headline today. <laughs> I have, yeah, only because you sent it me. But it's a good. picture of Harry Kane in glasses, and it says, My name is Harry Kane, and we're going to do an Italian job on Ukraine. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible headline. It's just absolutely appalling. I, I like to. Um, the oh, hold on. What, what does that mean? My name is Harry Kane. But what? And I'm going to do an Italian job. Ukraine and Kane rhymes. Yeah, that's so that's part one. But what what does he mean do an Italian job? What didn't well, he Italian in Italy? rob a bank? Yeah, ah. I don't know. It's in Italy, but it don't it still don't really make sense, does it? <laughs> no, but yeah, when you when you add that piece of the puzzle, it yeah, it does become yeah, it's brilliant. I like the Daily Star as well uh, today, where it was Southgate uh, dressed as John Travolta, and he goes, Southgate says he will keep England fans grooving. I don't think Southgate said that. Oh. <laughs> keep the England fans grooving. Um, but there are obviously some fantastic reactions to the Germany game, weren't they? I mean, I, I, we could be here all day talking about the reactions, but I just want to brought a couple in. I thought, I've sent you this as well. I thought, Benjamin Blue, I, I think it's amazing anyway, uh, when he does his championship uh, stuff and his reviews are brilliant. Uh, YouTuber, um, and his Germany reaction. Uh, there were loads of reactions. Like I said, I could be sharing them all day, but I think this was the best one for me. Uh, we'll play both clips for both goals uh, and Benjamin Bloom's reaction because I think this sums up what we were all doing. I sent this to a friend who's not really into football who went to the pub with me to watch the Germany game. And I said, look, this is going mad. He goes, well, that was basically you. So I think he sums us all up. I'll just play him here. This is the Sterling goal. Grealish, Shaw's over. Shaw crossing in low. Sterling! And England have the lead! Oh, Sterling has done it again on 75! England lead! Oh, it's happening! It's a perfect kind of capture of what, what all of us did in that moment. Yeah, it's brilliant. And I, I love as well that I think he sat on his own in the room as he records. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's such an overflow of emotion just to kind of burst out your chair on your own. Brilliant. And then he goes even madder on the second one. Let's into the second one. This is when Harry Kane seals the deal. Greenwich crosses. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, again, fantastic. And actually, it's funny because I, I know you'd sent me them. I didn't know you wanted to play them for this. But I think if we're going to play those, we should play uh, his reaction to, to Muller because I think that was fantastic as well. That, that, oh, really... yeah, I've seen. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah well, 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 yeah, I think he deserves his dues to that as well. I think he just summed up basically for me what I was thinking at least and everyone who I was sat with was, was saying the same thing when Muller went through. Well, actually, I what, what I like about this Muller one is he's, he's kind of preparing to, to talk as if he scored. He kind of goes, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And then he kind of corrects himself. Oh, they missed. Yeah, it's brilliant. Let's play it. Sterling. 
Oh, it's given away. Oh, and they're in. The Germans are in. It's Thomas Muller. Thomas Muller. And of oh, he's missed it. I cannot believe what I've just seen. The one player in the entire universe you would want that to go to was Thomas Muller. I was just about to say, and of course he scored. Yeah, I love that. Um, of course. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I lo- absolutely amazing, that, because that was horrible, that moment. That was absolutely... Because obviously Sterling gives it away, and it's clean through. Uh, of all the players, and he says this, Benjamin Bloom, when he's saying, but I think I was saying exactly the same. I think I messaged you. Of all the players I wouldn't want as an England fan to be clean through in that that situation, it's Thomas Muller. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, we, I watched it with my dad, and we were saying, I wonder whether four, five, six years ago, would he have had an extra touch? Would he have tried to go around him? I'm not sure. He did He did just look a little bit like he couldn't kind of get away from the defenders. So A, a genius after, like, uh, it was all about Pickford. He closed the angle down. I don't know Pickford did what he could, but realistically, it's a sitter, isn't it? Yeah, you'd expect. I mean, I, funnily enough, I said the same as uh, one of the pundits said after the game. I said, I think Klinsman, I'd say, said nine times out of ten he scores that. We're just lucky that we got that one. Um, someone else I want to drop in because, like I said, there's loads of reactions, but I I, I, uh, I don't say it's a guilty pleasure, but I really find Mark Goldbridge entertaining. Very different man to uh, Benjamin Bloom's more measured approach. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is his reaction to the second goal. Classic Goldbridge. I still see that tackle by Moore and Yes! Harry Kane, it's two! It's Grealish! It's over! Forget about it! Forget about it! Harry Kane from Jack Grealish, come on, 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 2-0, get in, get in, you're out, you're out, Audi, Mercedes, Beethoven, Klingsman, you're out, you're all out, you can all get out, get out of my pub. I must admit, I don't, I don't watch a lot of Goldbridge. I know sometimes you send me clips, but yeah, that, that is a good one. I think he's so entertaining, Goldbridge. He's just like, and then I think he tweeted after something along the lines of, "Right, so we're in the final," and everyone's like, had a go at him, and he had to like <laughs> do a retraction and said, "Look, I were a bit drunk and I were a high, all right." <laughs> but yeah, fantastic win. On to Ukraine. We might come on to that uh, that game a little bit later, but. Like I said, the reason we wanted to do a pod before the next one is because we found quite a few good things out this week, haven't we? Like in the highlights of the uh, in terms of television moments. Yeah, um, I think we were talking about commentators shoehorning puns in, and, and I think we we kind of agreed we'd watch one game and and sort of listen out and try and just pick out the cliches. Um, well, not just the cliches, I suppose. Just some of the sort of I, I quite like him. You find him a bit cheesy, don't you? But some of the moments that stand out. Mm. Right, so let's set the scene. This is Portugal, Belgium, and you've got Sam Matterface on commentary. And he's doing it with Lee Dixon, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, we were both listening, watching the game, trying to pick out some moments. And it actually meant I ended up behind because I was recording a few bits. You sent me a couple of bits you noticed that I recorded. Mm. So, which you, I told you that, but then you were still sending me messages telling me what was happening in the game. So, thanks for that. But, yeah, let's hear the first clip. So, so the first one we've got, <laughs> and this is again, this is um, pre-rehearsed, cheesy lines. Now, you know, I presume you know a bit about the Euros if you're listening to this, but to go into a little bit of background, obviously Ronaldo in his press conference moved the Coca-Cola away from uh, the cameras, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. So not really for any reason, 
<laughs> this this was uh, Matafaisa's comment during the game. It's fluctuated like the share price of a certain soft drink, and they can't afford to go flat tonight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, so it's such a like I say, I, I like them these sort of moments. I know people hate them. I, I find them entertaining, but I think you you hate these sort of forced ones. Has you? he got a pummel? He's so in it. Like, like we were talking about Benjamin Bloom earlier, and even Goldbridge. And that's a natural reaction to something that's happened. And I think people probably want that from the commentators. I know you need facts and stuff. Do we need puns? Uh, I don't think we need them, but I, I'm not against them. And his, his next one that we picked up on is uh, is a comment about the the Belgian uh, miler. Tried to switch the ball to Eddie Hazard, but his delivery again, not quite up to it. Eddie's lost the knack. He was a postman, you know, for a little while, so you'd expect his delivery to be pinpoint. Oh, God. <laughs> I, just, I just, like, sort of... I mean, I one of those. I, I think I, I think I might have heard that one and said it's you, and I just... It's literally a head in... It's like that David Brent... Oh, for, <laughs> is, is he watching the game? Is, can he even concentrate on the game? And we'll come to this in a minute, but yeah. can he even concentrate on the game if he's so desperately looking at players and what jobs they used to do and desperately trying to find a pun? I don't he, know. He I really don't know. Attention. Well, like you say, we've got a clip of this ourselves, haven't we? Where this, this is this. Are we going to go to this one next? Uh, we can do. It's not in the sequence order, but perhaps it, it makes the point. Yeah. So this, I, I said to you. What happened there? Nobody spoke for about five minutes. And and we sort of said, yeah, we're weird, weren't it? I've rewound it. It's not five minutes. But listen, bearing in mind, Sam Matterface is the, the actual match commentator. Lee Dixon is kind of co-commentator. This is this is a gap between Lee Dixon speaking and Lee Dixon speaking again, where Matterface feels no need to, to provide any commentary. They don't know. It's like an awkward situation where they don't know what to say. To you. I imagine, like, I don't know, like, sort of Dixon looking at his watch, and you're like looking around him. What does that <laughs> light switch do? Uh, I wonder. Yeah. Just I mean, like this. It's what's crazy. He doing, Matterface. Like I say, is he that busy scrambling through his notes for his next pun? I'm not sure, but <laughs> I, mean, I do like Dixon and I do like Matterface, but I think together they didn't have a great click. I mean, by the way, imagine if somebody sort of skipped forward through our podcast just to sort of think, oh, I won't listen to Start, and they just listen to 45 seconds of that. They'll think, <laughs> just play crowd noise. They'll think that's what we do. I, I, what I, do, I don't know if you heard Dixon's commentary as well were in the ITV highlights of the Germany game. It, it's proper boisterous, really unlike him. He like started off and he said, if we win this, surely it's coming home. 
And then we scored, and he went to his first like quote was, "It's coming home." <laughs> that's, that's not fun to drink, Lee. Well, this uh, <laughs> to provide an example of the banter that, that Sam and Lee had going on. This uh, this is one of the great comedy moments. So when he's got five yards on him, he's played to his feet, and then he get it turned and run at it. Then it is a game that needs a bit of a spark, isn't it? The best thing about that is how deadpan he delivers it. That is cla- that is so good. Like almost, he says it, it's almost like a record. It's like we've clipped the first bit, but that's how he says it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He completely repeats his own tone and everything. But absolutely, mate. It's easy money, isn't it? Really, being I, I was thinking this, like the studio pundit at IEV, they're never on air, are they? Obviously, they them two are, but. Like you got your Gary Neville's and Vieira and Keane and stuff, and they don't really. I don't know. They're on. They, I would love to know how long they talk for every episode, every match. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, like I said, I haven't got any problems with Dixon. I don't think he was particularly bad. I just they, they almost seemed like they, they'd fallen out before the game or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. The, the, last, the last bit we're going to play from the game from Sam Matterface. Um, again, it's just more nonsense. I'm not even going to try and describe it but let's hear it first. Sanchez and Paulinha have been selected in midfield for Portugal today. The Portuguese press nicknamed them Stallone and Schwarzenegger after Arnie and Sylvester. All action heroes. They will get down and dirty. They'll flex their muscles in midfield. Try and hold off a bit of red heat. Just like it's just partridge that in there. That's pure Alan Partridge. I just think when you've got, you've kind of got. Hold on. Let's come on again. He's back. That's quite Alan Partridge as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It's just ridiculous that one because I think if you're going to pre-rehearse a pun, at least try and make it an half decent one. I mean, it's a, the Sly and Arnie. They've been compared to in the press. So they're going to get down and dirty, which I don't know what that means. Um, They're going to use the muscles, flex their muscles. And then he references quite an obscure Arnie film and says they're going to hold off the red heat. But if you've got all the puns to go at and you've got time, I mean, I was just thinking off the top of my head. Would you not say, and of course, they're both featured in Expendables. Let's hope they're not expendable tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Let's hope that the, the Terminator doesn't terminate his role in the I'd tournament. I'd like to say that one, yeah. Straight away, the first one, I thought, let's hope he'll be open to terminate Belgium's chances or something, yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, that that was the last of sort of my fate. And like I say, I'm sort of playing these affectionately. I, I enjoyed them. I think you find them quite irritating, don't you? I just, I, not, it's just like, oh, no. It's, it's all, I don't know. I can't really put my, it's like sort of, it's just grown, isn't it? Like, that's that's the that's yeah. the word, like, oh. I just, well, sorry, just while I think of it off the top of my head, because I'm thinking about that, they're going to get down and dirty. That reminds yeah. me of when we did the sports commentary episode. I actually looked for one of my favourite pieces of commentary ever, and I couldn't find it. But that was uh, Boris Becker commentating on Wimbledon. And I think, I can't remember if it was Nadal or Djokovic. Somebody, I think it was Djokovic, dived and sort of slid on his knees. Boris Becker said there, oh, it's time to get down and dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, um, Ty Tilsley obviously was the other comment, is the other ITV commentator. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what? This, I've listened to this a few times in the week. 
obviously since I recorded it. I've seen somebody, I think Tim Vine mentioned it as well, actually, but yeah. we, we've sort of spotted this live and mentioned it to each other and I recorded it. This is one of my favourite bits of commentary I've heard in ages. This is super Clive Tilsley. You know, as much as we are, and Ali McCoy said Clive Tilsley are. I don't want to spoil the uh, earlier game for you if you have recorded it and are trying to avoid the scoreline. Look away now because Croatia were 3-1 down with five minutes of that game to go. Managed to get it to 3-3 and take it to extra time. But Spain steadied themselves and scored two extra time goals to go through and await the winners of this epic It'll be the first quarter final. On. I mean, to me, that it's so good. <laughs> imagine, imagine watching that and, and thinking, oh, right, I don't want to know the score in the other. For those who don't want to know the score, look away now. I'm thinking, oh, brilliant. I'll just, you know, close my eyes while they flash it up on screen for a few seconds. Yeah. Not only does he tell you the score, it tells you in in detail how the scores went. It's basically, and then there's even a point where he pauses, where he says scored two to get it back to extra time, and you think, all right, he might leave it there, so you actually don't know. And then he, but Spain steadied themselves and scored. <laughs> yeah, that I, I absolutely. I love that because he doesn't even give you a chance to turn over if he said like, well, <laughs> if you don't want to know the score, you have not. Nobody's got enough time to pick up a remote and press mute by before he starts saying that they were three one up with five minutes to go. But even if you did, you know, it doesn't say. Turn your volume down for a minute while I explain the, the drama. Or he, he kind of just says, "Look away now," and then just goes straight into babbling about what happened. Absolutely yeah. brilliant, absolutely phenomenal. That was, the, by the way, we didn't mean to touch on that game because you said it's one of the greatest games you've ever seen. That was France Switzerland, weren't it? Yeah, I mean that. I don't know. I've seen a few good games in this tournament. I've really enjoyed it, but that one was just one. Just just the time I settled down. Kids had gone up to bed. Had a couple of beers and watched that. It's, it's the favourite game of football I've seen in as long as I can remember, actually. Just as a neutral, anyway. It was absolutely... Me and you both watched the highlights after we were that into it. I couldn't sleep <laughs> that night because I was sort of that pumped. I was like, sort of that, because it was that much of a good game. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, so yeah, yeah. like England were playing. I, I, I couldn't sleep that night. And you were when, the same, when weren't you? All the analysis finished. I said to you, go, I'm, I'm gutted it's over. And I said, oh, brilliant. Like, highlights are coming on now. So so we flicked over, didn't we, and watched it on the other channel. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I... I God, it was just, it, it really was like, it felt like a kind of Champions League final that I had a team in. It felt like I was invested in it, just not even particularly behind any one team. I just, I was so engaged with it. It was fantastic. Yeah, a fan, brilliant game. And um, talking to people who getting affected by matches that don't involve them in any way, uh, did you see how angry Roy Keane were with Jao Felix <laughs> in the Portugal-Belgium game that we've just been speaking about? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it live. I like a bit of Roy Keane reaction. Let's, let's uh, have a listen to this. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, let's have a listen. He's a monster. He comes on like this. The country needs him. He comes on. It's a target. He's what, 100 million? Oh, I think if I was another, then he'd sort of be going after him in the dressing room. Yeah, I love that. And I, I love that it's not done tongue in cheek. He, he means he would be after him. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. He, absolutely. He was sat there like proper grimy, like, what, what's he doing? Like, absolutely furious about it. Well, yeah, I think it's been a really good week again. I mean, the knockout stages on that day, how many goals were they, sorry? Uh, 15 goals in, in, in a day on Tuesday night, uh, Monday night. Insane, weren't it? Just so good. And yeah, I think obviously Tufty Club said it kind of gets duller after the, the group stages, didn't they? But, yeah. 
And I think, you know, if, if we're kind of going to call them out on that, we've got to call ourselves out. I, I think yeah. our predictions were completely wrong, weren't they? I think we got everything wrong. Oh, yeah. I said very confidently that Portugal... Well, I was very confident Holland to beat the Czech Republic, and I thought Portugal squeezed past Belgium, and they were both wrong. So, just before I forget, we were talking about the first uh, bonus Euros thing I mentioned uh, Ben uh, from Bladespod and his, uh, his, his weird names that he makes up for people. He's got another one that he sent, sent me in, and it's uh, Piers Brosnovic... <laughs> 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 for the Croatian player Brozovic, sorry for uh, for the Croatian player. So yeah, keep them coming in. If anyone else has got any weird names, send them as in. And yeah, can I can I just jump in there? I think I think we should uh, we probably should defend Ben a little bit, shouldn't we? I've seen. <laughs> I know you're gonna say <laughs> he's getting a lot of stick for his his no, uh, no own goals prediction, and I've seen obviously every time he's been on goal, he's getting loads of abuse for it. I think. To be fair to Ben, it was a 33-1 to one bet. It's not like yeah, he... I don't think he's put his house on it. I don't think he's going to lose his house. <laughs> ben said to me, it's like uh, it's like every time a goal goes in, it's like people think he's lost another pound. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I think... Put it on. I mean, I do... But yeah. I, I must admit, I am chuckling every time I see sort of somebody <laughs> commenting. I think I'm the sure funniest thing about it is how bad the own goals have been. It's almost like, have you heard about that Ben character? He's... Uh... <laughs> He's put, he's put a pound of like, that's booting his own net. I'll tell you what, I'll punch it in my own net. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I don't think he was under any illusion this was a banker, was he, at 33 to 1? No, far from it. But um, yeah, I think it's been nine on goals, which is outrageous, really, for a competition anyway, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that kind of wraps up most of where we are. I think, did you want to talk about a couple of things we've been sent in? Yeah, a couple of things we got sent in. Obviously, last week we were talking about. Um, uh, uh, the Bad England songs that we'll be talking about were going all the way uh, from uh, eight, Euro 88 and they were another bad song but oh yeah Cinnamon Stick we were talking about full enough Ben again said that uh, someone he, he someone he knows once told him Bedeal and Skinner covered it but I can't find any evidence of that and he can't either so if anyone knows if there is a Bedeal and Skinner cover song of Cinnamon Sticks the B-side to back out then yeah let us know but I can't find it and he can't find it either but we did get two bad songs sent in by Tom, and I say bad songs. Divided opinion in the Living with Mailey headquarters, this, aren't it? Yeah, yeah, one of them, definitely, yeah. Well, one of them is Golden Balls by Bell and Spurley, who we've mentioned on last week's episode as well, and the week before, in fact. Um, and let's have a quick listen to this. I do. I think that it's Mr. Beckham to you. I've been singing that all day. Like since well, since uh, Tom sent it in actually, I've been singing that all day. It's Mr. Beckham to you. I, just, like, like, I think it's got a real I can imagine Terry Venable singing it. It reminds me a little bit of uh remember when we did underrated comedies and I said Operation Good Guys. Mm. They used to have a couple <laughs> of yeah. like this mixed in there, but but they were deliberately sort of cheesy and bad almost. That is this supposed to be a good song? And I know it's like done a little bit laughing at itself, but at the same time, you clearly can sing a little bit. And why, why just do a good song? You don't need to keep doing novelty songs. Do they do any good songs? I don't know. Well, they went back to Gareth, 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 Gareth Southgate, didn't they? So they went back to the roots after this one. Yeah, back where it all started. But one that we both agree on being absolutely appalling. And it's a shame because it's John Shuttleworth. Do you know anything about John Shuttleworth? No. 
He's a comedian from Sheffield. Um, I like him. I've seen him in a couple of things. Um, oh, yeah, no, I do know who he is. I do know who he is, yeah. Yeah, uh, he, he, he was actually Jilter John. Um, any punk fans out there, he, that, that's John Shuttleworth, uh, Jilter John Rosalias. But he did a terrible England song, and it's called uh, Meat Pie, Sausage Rolls, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, come on, England. Let's have a, let's have a listen. To, let's have a listen. We've got a car, then. I, I don't know why you would do Is that a joke? I don't know. I don't know why you would put that out there. It's... Yeah, well, <laughs> he's got loads of albums. If you go on Spotify, and they're all very much in that similar tone, to be honest. So if you don't like uh, that song, you're probably not going to like the back catalogue of John Shuttle. Is, that, is that one of his best? Um, It's very similar to a lot of the other ones. Uh, I'll tell you that. Um, he's he a little bit like, what was his name? But Big Ed. Uh, Frank Sidebottom, remember him? Yeah. He had that, like, he were a bit of a sort of. I thought you were going to say he's a bit like, uh, him. who's he? Uh, Barnsley poet. Um, oh, Ian McMillan. Uh, McMillan, yeah, that's it. I used to love Ian McMillan, because like, he was like, and I told you now, and I goes down here, and I says, well, I love him, yeah. Where is he? Get him in, get him out for a. But we're talking, though, we were on about, I mean, we're not, we're not going to do this, I wouldn't have thought, but we, th- there's a massive gap for a good England song. I saw Badil and actually David Badil were on the radio saying if England hadn't done as well in Euro '96, Three Lions wouldn't have been a hit. And can you imagine that? An alternative world where there is no Three Lions. But I don't know. I just feel like we've got the old songs, we've got World in Motion, Vindaloo, and that. Somebody give us a good song. And I've, I've heard on uh, what have I heard it on? I heard somebody talking about something that there seems to be a a correlation to when we have got a good song, we do seem to do better. So yeah, I, I, we, think... I said it on, on this pod. <laughs> That's is it actually on this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in your own podcast. That's what it was said. Um, but yeah, I, I do buy into that. I do think a, it allows everybody to get behind it. It creates a good atmosphere. I think particularly when the tournament, is, some of it at least, is being played in England. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, it's a shame. Again, Benjamin Bloom, the man. Get what your you keyboard out, mate. We've all seen your keyboard in the background. Get on it. Let's do an England song. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Uh, I want to end this episode with an interesting clip rather than anything funny, which I found just randomly. And it was when England got knocked out of Euro 2012 by Italy. Jan Pens when Perlo did the... Why, why do you want to talk about this? We've been on a high. Because it's Gareth Southgate on the ITV panel with Roy Keane and Jamie Carrigan. I just found it interesting. This was nine years ago, obviously. And this is Southgate talking about sort of being England manager and where England are. We're, we ask England managers, we, we sack England managers... But they can only play with the group they've got. And I think with the group we had this time, we were never going to outplay team. Yeah, but we're no matter talk- what system we yeah, play. We're... But don't you, think we o- don't you think we overhyped the Premier League a bit too much? Absolutely, of course. So is he basically saying that we don't have the players in that in 2012 to do anything sort of but play as we did? It didn't matter what tactics that we played, we just didn't have the players. And that's, that's spot on for me because we had, you know... All right, players. You know James Milner and Andy Carroll, Danny Welbeck, yeah. uh, Gary Cale, I think they're all right. You know what I mean? They're not certainly not bad yeah, players. Yeah, but... team. But but I agree with his assessment. Really, they were sort of set up for four four two, weren't they? They were they were almost like he kind of just grown up under fifteen mm-hmm. team. They weren't a flair team. And you look at it now. 
I think this is a much better side. And I know I'm tempting fate and I'm getting carried away and it's coming home and the English arrogance and stuff. But it seems a lot better team and it seems more together. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I'd sort of pick, pick up on that clip that you've played is I think potentially we have got a team now to play almost in that more kind of European style, that, that little bit more flair and movement. And But I'm not sure he's really taking the handbrake off to let us do that. I get the feeling Gareth would like nothing more than to be playing a 4-4-2. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, we both criticised him after that Scotland game. And I'm more than going to give him the benefit of doubt now because we've beat a major nation for the first time at a knockout stage since I've been watching England. Because you could say Spain, but they weren't the Spain that they are now. They were more bigger retriever than us. And we finally beat someone decent. And obviously, it doesn't mean anything if we go out in the next two. If he gets us to a final, which... You know, on paper, this this tournament's not gone on paper, so I'm certainly not getting carried away in that sense. But if he gets us to a final, I think you've just got to trust him. Absolutely, yeah, I'll go with that. I mean, I actually think even if we get to a semi and providing we, we, we play OK and we if a better mm. team beats us in the semi-final, I still think that would be a good achievement. I think yeah. before the tournament, we were all thinking maybe quarterfinals. I think now we're, yeah. Thinking, yeah. Now we're thinking it should be finals. So, yeah, I... Like you say, yeah, you can after all the hands up. I was critical of him. You know, Final. <laughs> I don't know whether... Do you think he, he needed Grealish to come on to change it or do you think we, we would have got there anyway? It's interesting. Is he Jacob Rees-Mogg today? No, what's he got to do with it? He said Savage Javid is basically the Jack Grealish of politics, the super sub, which was just like sickening to hear him say. He's clearly never watched a game of football in his life. But um, I don't know. People do like the idea of if things aren't going well bring on the best player. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? Like, bring on the best player. Uh, I'd be interested to see what he goes with against Ukraine. I don't know if the back... I've got a feeling he might go four at the back again. I don't know if he'll stick with the 3-5-2. I think Ukraine, you'd imagine, are going to sit a bit deeper than Germany were, at least. And yeah, I mean, team selection. in the Germany game, he, he kind of effectively matched them up man for man and thought we had the beating of them. And I'm not sure he'll quite go the same setup in, in the next one. But yeah, we'll see, won't we? I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, nervous, nervous. But I'll be seeing you, mate, on Saturday night to watch it. Hopefully, can't promise this, but hopefully we'll do a pod Sunday hungover. Um, but if I'm we lose, nervous. it'll probably just stay in bed, drift away. I'm not sure if I'm picking you up, maybe, but if I'll be going to shops, obviously, to get everyone's beer. Do you, do you still want them for Kansas Shandy? Yeah, uh, yeah, very funny. The banter has already begun and it's not even Saturday yet. It's coming on. If uh, anyone wants to get in touch with us, send us anything, find us on Twitter at livingwithmade1, or you can send us an email at livingwithmadely at outlook.com. Living.